Podcast. This week we're talking with Seth Goldman about his new iced tea brand, Just Iced Tea, but we're going to talk a little bit about Beyond Meat and the plant-based space as well. But before we get started, I did want to take one moment to talk about PBI, as we affectionately call it here at the Food Institute. That's the Plant-Based Insider. Releases every Tuesday and it's filled with data and trends and top news stories about the plant-based sector. So if you're interested in signing up for that newsletter, take a look at the link in the description of this episode. So with that all said, welcome to the show, Seth. I think most people will probably be fairly familiar with who you are, but I was hoping you could share a little bit about yourself for those who may not be. Sure. And great to be with you, Chris. Yes. Uh, so I started Honest Tea back in 1998 with my co-founder, Barry Nailbuff, and stayed with that uh, company through its sale to Coca-Cola and became the top-selling organic bottled tea. And we also had Honest Kids, which is the top-selling organic kids drink. And then um, uh, in 2015, I had um, become executive chair of the board of Beyond Meat. And so I would say those are the two you know, main organizations I was growing. At the end of 2019, I stepped away from Honesty and I transitioned my role at Beyond Meat to become chair of the board. And that freed me up to get involved in two new uh, enterprises, uh, one of which is Plant Burger, a plant-based uh, burger and fries and shakes restaurant. And then the other is Eat the Change, which is my primary undertaking. And um, so I'm spending most of my time as the, the uh, co-founder of Eat the Change, along with my other co-founder, Chef Spike Mendelson. And so our um, business is all about planet-friendly food, and we call it Snack to the Future. So we have a mushroom jerky and a carrot snack, and we've just launched Just Iced Tea, which is an organic, uh, uh, lower um, sugar iced tea. With a pedigree like that, we could probably do an entire series of episodes based on all the different places you worked uh, previously, Seth. But I do want to spend a little time here today talking about the dynamic between just iced tea and honesty. And, you know, when I pitched this episode, what I said to you, what I really found interesting is you are essentially filling in a product niche category that you created 20 years later. So I was hoping you could share a little bit about that dynamic with us. Oh, well, and I thought you put it very well that it was, you know, a rare opportunity to, to go build and create a market. And that's what we did at Honest Tea for, uh, let's see, uh, through, for 21 years, we basically went in where there hadn't been a market and helped create awareness and excitement of, about the brand uh, and, and the whole space of lower sugar drinks and organic drinks and fair trade drinks. And then um, for its own reasons, Coca-Cola discontinued the brand. And so um, I had, when I stepped away from Honest Tea at the end of 2019, I had no uh, consideration or thoughts about getting back into the beverage business. But because Coke decided to um, exit, uh, I had to think about it. And when I looked at it, I, I kept hearing this from retailers and others that, you know, Coke had their business reasons for stepping away, but it wasn't because the category was declining or the consumers stopped buying it or that Honest Tea um, stopped playing its role as the, as the top selling brand of organic bottled tea. In, in the natural channel. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, then that just, it may, they may, it may make sense to someone in Atlanta, but it certainly doesn't make sense as a, <laughs> as an entrepreneur to not take that opportunity when we've had so much um, familiarity with it. And, and initially I did get approached by some friends and um, in the natural foods industry who were interested in working with me on it. And then I, I looked at my staff and, and so of our 16 uh, team members, nine of them had worked at Honest Tea and I said, well, this is the team that should be going back after that spot. And that's what we're doing. 
So how long did it take you to really conceptualize Just Like See after hearing the news about Honesty? Was it very yeah. quick? I mean, it seems well, like it, right? You already well, had so many mem- you know, staff members already kind of familiar with the category. Right. So we heard about it on May 23rd. That was when well, oh, that was when Coke made the announcement. There was a, a little period of uh, mourning. Um, and but by June 6th, uh, basically two weeks later, we said, well, we're going to go launch uh, our own brand of uh, organic bottled tea. And then, you know, basically between June 6th and September 6th, so three months, we developed a brand name, uh, lined up the supply chain, both in terms of sourcing, but also selling, uh, and then um, got the organic, kosher, and fair trade certifications. And on September 6th, we sold our first bottle of Just Ice Tea at a plant burger in New York City. It really is really impressive to see how quickly you were able to scale that up. I mean, how important was it for you to get a product like this out to consumers before Honesty was even off shelves? Was it really important for you to kind of like have it basically fill the market almost immediately? Well, we we had to move quickly for a bunch of reasons. So first of all, um, the Honesty consumer, you know, was was thirsty and 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 would be very um, disappointed if they couldn't have, you know, been able to buy it. So we wanted we wanted to make sure um, there would be no. Um, let up on the shelf space, you know, that there wouldn't be a void. Um, the other thing is that with respect to iced tea, you really have to, if you're going to launch it, you have to get it to the shelves before November because by the time you get to November, all the retailers are thinking about eggnog and pumpkin spice. They're not carrying iced tea anymore. And so we wanted to make sure we could get our product to market and capture the shelves. And also we, ju- we just um, last week were at Expo East, which is the big selling show for the East Coast for the Natural Channel. And so we were able to be there with, you know, freshly brewed bottles and able to, to, you know, make sure people understood we could deliver on, on this product. So um, it was a really great uh, example of just high, high performance uh, teams executing well. Um, obviously it was also a great, re- you know, return on all the investments we made in that supply chain, all the, all, whether it was the bottle supplier or the tea supplier or the bottling plant, um, all these different folks just stepped right up. Um, and, 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 you know, did more sort of when it took the extra step, extra mile to make sure we could bring the product to to market quickly. And I love it because, you know, the food industry has really had a bunch of challenges the last couple of years, you know, starting with the pandemic, then supply chain Mm -hmm. issues, now rising inflation. You don't see too many like stories right now where it's a consumer brand that people really wanted and like, it's a positive story. So how important is that for you kind of having, you know? this growth during a period where a lot of companies are finding some kind of struggle. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So, so when the, uh, the news came out about um, Coca-Cola discontinuing honesty that day, I put out a, a LinkedIn post and got over a million um, sort of followers, responses, comments. And it really, um, what it made clear to me was that honesty, while everyone, uh, not, while lots of people were going to miss the, the taste of the drinks, as many people or more people were upset or disappointed about what this meant for this whole approach to business. And so um, for us, that was inspiring, but I think it, it, worked, it was mutually inspiring that we got right back to it. I think other people really took inspiration from that, were excited. And so it just was a <laughs> feel good moment of the year for, for you know both us and the consumers that we all cared about what this was doing and we weren't gonna just let it fade away uh, because some, um, you know, bean counter somewhere, you know, made a different decision. 
Yeah. And taking a look at the fact that, you know, I talk to a lot of founders and a lot of challenges kind of arise when you're trying to develop a new product, right? So I know you probably went through a lot of learnings when you were founding Honest Tea. I was just wondering how that impacted the development of Just Ice Tea. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was huge um, because we had all the, the muscle memory we had and we, we didn't spend time. I remember the first time we launched Honest Tea, we're making all these questions like, wait, what's the right package? What's the right cap? What's the, and we just knew um, with this one and we knew the suppliers too. And, you know, normally you go back and forth. And so we just, we, with, with just iced tea, it just um, came together so quickly. Um, and it, so, you know, it was a great example of a, what you get with a high performing team with, you know, having invested in the right relationships, um, you know, uh, enough kind of um, experience to really be decisive uh, at a time when it's easy to, you know, there's so many options um and so it, it just uh and, and a well you know well-organized managers who just knew what we had knew the right steps right if you're when we were doing it the first time you know it was there was no one leading the way uh with honesty i you know <laughs> i certainly hadn't launched a bob lace tea company before so every step i had to kind of figure out this one it just happened much more quickly and talking a little bit about those flavors and everything to suppliers what was that dynamic like you know reaching out to some older you know partners there Oh, well, they, they reached out to us. No, they reached out to us. That was what was so fun. They, they were, uh, as soon as they heard the news, they were upset. Like, wait, because by the way, a lot of the tea suppliers found out about the news about um, Honest Tea being discontinued from my LinkedIn post, not from Coca-Cola, which, you know, I think it already says something about the level of relationships that we had from with these partners. And then they're like, oh, you know, we're, we're, they were upset, not just for the economic ec- impact, but because their communities had made this decision to invest in organic and fair trade. And, and you know, those decisions have an opportunity cost to them. And so if all of a sudden they are going to lose one of their main customers, it has a, as an economic impact um, with, you know, sort of lots of other ripples associated with it. And so they were... Um, really eager to for us to get back in and eager to support us and so you know that meant not just being able to ship make shipments happen quickly but maybe even some you know better than normal pricing because they wanted to make sure we could all make it work and that so that was all just very collaborative and i would like to talk a little bit about the flavor choices you picked out for just iced tea so i was wondering you could tell us what you're currently offering and then maybe a little bit of the decision making and rationale behind these different flavors sure well we we basically went with the top sellers that were part of honest tea's line so um we looked at what was the tops and and this we you know we we didn't have to <laughs> we knew all of this um uh, you know, we didn't have to go look at market data. We just knew because we've been selling honest tea for 20 years. So we knew we had to have a, a green tea, uh, unsweetened green tea. We knew we had to have a green tea with mint. Uh, that was, and then we knew we had to have a honey green tea. Those were three of the top sellers for honest tea, um, just consistently over the years. Then we knew we, we needed a half tea, half lemonade. Uh, and then we also needed it some herbals, like, a, a, a we have a hibiscus, a very, um, hibiscus berry, herbal, and then also a peach oolong tea. So th- those were just sort of a little bit like, um, you know, a greatest hits album from Honest Tea that we just went back and, and, and brought to market. 
So Wikipedia, of all places, gave me this, but one of the things that really struck me about Honesty is that it kind of fills the space between high-calorie sodas and, you know, low or zero-calorie, really, water products. So I was wondering, you know, is that ethos still something that you kind of bring in for Just Iced Tea? I think that's fair to say, although it's interesting because when we came out initially, we were the lower middle ground. So there, there basically wasn't any, when we came out in 1998, the average bottled tea was 100 calories per eight ounce serving, which today sounds kind of mind boggling because nothing's at 100 calories, but that's what, that's the way it was. And so um, we came out at anywhere between, you know, seven, 15 to 30 calories per eight ounce serving. Um, so we were definitely lower Around now, I'd say today it is middle ground. Today, uh, of course, our unsweetened teas have as no you know, as little calories as any unsweetened drink or water. But um, most of our teas are going to be in that thirty calorie per anywhere between fifteen to thirty. Uh, I guess the highest is a forty-five calorie per eight ounce serving drink. So when you take a look at it, you know, over the last twenty years, I think the standard consumer has gotten a little bit more, you know knowledgeable about the health of the products. I think maybe they're even just looking for it. So on one hand, that would mean, you know, you have a bigger customer base, but also that means you have other entrants into the field that are trying to compete with you. And you alluded to that a little bit. So, you know, taking a look from 20 years ago to today, how do you kind of see the competitive landscape for these types of beverages? Yeah, well, what's shifted is there's so many more uh, zero calorie drinks out there. That wasn't the case. In, in, of course, there were you know waters, but now you have flavored waters and um so that there is a much larger market for um minimally sweetened drinks and you know for us that's great um and and we understand that um you know we're not going to be as breakthrough different as we were back in 1998 but you know on the other hand this mar the, this much um larger market of those uh, what basically the organic bottle tea market that honest tea created is 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 there uh, and as I said, being vacated. So that, that's a good opportunity space to, to go occupy immediately. And we'll, we'll keep innovating on the lower calorie, no calorie side too. So yeah, I think that's a good time to ask the question, you know, where are you currently available? What retailers are you supplying to right now? So uh, as of today, uh, October 6th, we are nationally in Sprouts and that's really exciting. They are certainly one of the first retailers to carry it, but we're also getting uh, reports from other independent natural retailers that are carrying it. And then over the the next few weeks, we will be rolling out to Giant Food and to Giant Carlisle, also to Whole Foods nationally in November, um, and other chains like PCC and Mom's Organic Market, uh, Roots, Dawson's. There's just a lot of, uh, yes, organic market. <laughs> so we're lining up lots of, I would say, um, forward-leaning uh, retailers. But, but I, I do expect that those chain of authorizations to continue. We, we just got approval at, at the um, Expo East from Giant Eagle, uh, which is going to be rolling it out as well as Hy-Vee in the Midwest. So lots of, uh, there'll certainly be several thousand retailers that'll have the product on their shelves before the end of the year. Um, so yeah, you know, like I said, I'm really excited to try it. I haven't been able to find it myself yet, but I am kind of looking at the supermarket shelves around me to see if I can uh, grab a bottle in the near future. And it sounds like that will probably happen as the next couple of weeks unfold. Yeah, it's an exciting moment where it's kind of this unique transitional moment where uh, you may find honest tea and just iced tea on the shelf. And we've got uh, a, a, a consumer sent us a fun picture yesterday. He, he had bought two bottles of honest tea and two bottles of just iced tea in the same shopping trip. So, um, you know, this is a, a fun moment of discovery. And it's frankly another good reason to get back into stores. I mean, I think what one of the things that was really lost in, during the pandemic is that whole 
opportunity for discovery of new products and new brands in stores, you know, because everyone, not everyone, but so many people were shopping online or, you know, working with Instacart or others. And so, you know, um, we, we made a commitment with our new line. We are only selling into retailers. We're not going to be shipping online, uh, partially because it's glass and water and it's just, a, but we also want to support the brick and mortar retailer. So we will only sell through, of course, we'll sell in restaurants and food service, but but we're not going to be shipping these cases. So it's hopefully giving people a reason to go into the stores and we'll create some more traffic and interest. And then, yeah, taking a look at this, the last thing I want to say is just, you know, taking a look at Just Ice Tea for the rest of 2023 and beyond. I know you just shared some of the uh, share, you know, some of the stores that you'll be heading into in the next couple of weeks. Any other plans for the rest of 2022 into 2023? Well, we know we started with the top six performers, but, you know, my co-founder, Chef Spike, is a, uh, a chef. And so we will be bringing out new varieties uh, next year, early next year, and we'll let him uh, flex his chef creativity a little more. Um, the first six they are different and unique from honesty, but they, they didn't, we, we didn't give them as much leeway because we just had to get them to market quickly. Now we've got a little more time. And by that, I mean, you know, um, four months instead of three months, <laughs> we're going to be able to um, do some little more innovation and, and, and creativity with what we bring out in, in, uh, in a March timeframe. So we will definitely be keeping an eye out for those new products. Seth, I really want to thank you for spending some time with us and talking about, you know, that dynamic between honesty and just iced tea. It's a really interesting one. And I really thank you for your time today. Thanks so much, Chris. Great to be with you. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Food Institute podcast. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the Plant-Based Insider, follow the link in the description of this episode. And don't forget to follow, like, and share. We really appreciate every effort you make to get the word out there about this podcast. That'll be it for me this time. Until next time, this is Chris Campbell, signing off.